With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, April 17th. Just one day until taxes are due. If you waited this long, I don't know, you're probably going to go on an extension. Don't forget to file all the correct forms for your extension. And don't forget, if you owe the IRS money, you think you owe money, you got to make that payment. The extension only gives you time to file, not to pay. So make sure you do that. We are here trying to take the mystery out of your financial life. We do that by making you do a little work. Here's the work you have to do. Go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. And of course, let us know if you would be willing to come on the air while you're there, while you're on that website, we've got a lot of free stuff and now we've got a lot of stuff to buy. Next, merch. I think that could happen next, Mark. It's going to be scary, but... Not yet, no merch yet, but if you want to spend a few bucks, if you got a little tax refund coming, you can buy my book. It's called The Great Money Reset, or you can subscribe to our brand new service. It's called Jill on Money Live Quarterly Webinars, the opportunity to chat with us via video. Oh my gosh, it's a great bargain. Okay, today we're talking to Amanda, who's on the line from Pennsylvania. Hi, Amanda. How are you? Hi, good. Thanks. What's going on? What brings you to our airwaves today? So I have a situation where I just recently became a public school employee. So I'm eligible for the Pennsylvania public, you know, employee retirement system. And due to my age and like the outlook of my career, I'm having trouble deciding which plan or class election I could take for the retirement um, program, whether that be the defined the defined benefit with a little bit of defined contribution or the defined contribution only. Hmm. It's interesting they give you a choice. So how old are you? I'm 44, but this employment year won't count because I started halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll only get partial credit. So really my first full year won't be till next year when I'm 45. And what do you think? Is this like one of these plans where you have to have 10 or 20 years in to make it like really worth your while? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like I would say at least 20 years and I don't really see myself being here that long. Oh, you don't? 
no. <laughs> mm. And that's where my situation comes in. Like I kind of fell into this job. I wasn't really like looking for a public school education job. Uh. They do actually give us like a three month period to decide which class we want to be in. So I'm kind of on that window. And so the defined benefit in order to be eligible for that pension, you have to be employed for 10 years. And I think I only can see myself staying here about seven. And if I leave early, they will refund the contribution, like the benefit contribution, plus like 4% interest. So that's a benefit. However, I'm wondering if I know I'm not going to stay here for the 10 years, if it's better just to put all of it in like the market, essentially, and mm. the defined contribution, because I may do better than 4%. Yeah, I think you probably would. I think just the nature of this on its, you know, again, I'm going to trust you, you know what your longevity is going to be in this place. So I think that I would err on the side of the defined contribution because it's like, if you say seven years, it probably, you know, probably could be five, you know what I mean? Like, and so, you know, 4%, it would, you know, if I could, if I could go back in time and say, oh yes, I'd rather have 4% for the year 2022. But other than that, for, for most of your investing life, I think that it's fair to say that you're going to be shooting to do better than 4% over the course of five, seven or 10 years even. It's interesting. So how much money are you earning right now, Amanda? So not much, actually. Um, so I make 40000 as a public school employee, but I also work per diem as a nurse at a hospital. So I make about 6000 there. Okay. And are you single, married, partnered? Married. How much does your spouse earn? He makes uh, two eighty five. Oh, I like those are big numbers, sister. Dig it. So... I mean, the other thing is you're not the main wage earner. You're no, no. You don't have to have the pressure that like, gosh, I really am going to ha- I'm going to really gut it out to make sure I get my 10 years. And, you know, there's c- certain pressures you might have on you from a life perspective that would uh, might incline you to stay longer in a guaranteed system. So on your 285 plus your 40 plus your six, how's the cash flow of your family? I mean, really good. We have no debt. Our house is paid off. We don't have car loans. So our cash flow is really good. Um, And I think we have a good, solid retirement started. So that's why I feel like with this decision for work, it, you know, I'm, I'm probably willing to risk the market more than just a guaranteed 4%. Yeah, I I agree with you. And does your, uh, your husband is about the same age. He's in his 40s. 45, yep. And does does he use a 401k or a, some other kind of retirement plan? Yeah, so he has a 401k through work and he has about a million in there and then a third of that is Roth. Okay, great. Did you say you have kids or not? Yeah, a 15-year-old. Okay, what about school? Um, so we do pay for private school for him. So we pay about $23,000 a year. And you know then- what I say about people who pay for private school for their teenagers? It's like you're acclimatizing. It's like you're climbing Everest, like the Everest yes. is, right? The education. So you're already used to spending all that money. Yes. So there is that. It sort of gets you prepared. Have you guys set aside any money for your 15-year-old for college or are you going to plan to pay it out of cash flow? So right now he has about 80,000 in a 529 and then 5,000 in a Coverdell, but I kind of plan on spending that on tuition for next year just to get it out of the way. 
And what about um, just, you know, he's got a million bucks in the 401k. A third of it is Roth. Is there other money besides this? Uh, is there brokerage accounts? Is other like cash on hand? In other retirement, we have about 200000 in Roth, individual Roth IRAs that we had funded before we met the income limit. Uh-huh. And then I have about 80000 in the hospital 403B, mm-hmm. and like 90% of that is in Roth. Okay. We have 6000 in brokerage, 5000 in I-bonds, 32000 in an HSA, in savings... It's kind of low for me just because of things that had happened over the past year. We have about $15,000 in savings, but we will get my husband's bonus in the next couple of weeks, and that's close to $35,000. So I just oh, figured we'll put that So you liquid. replenish the savings, you got the HSAs. You guys are totally, you're in great shape. You know, just so I can dot the I's and cross the T's on this, you guys have life insurance in place or through work? How, do, how have you managed it? Yeah. So I have life insurance through work. And then I think I also have it through my husband's work as like a spousal benefit. Oh, and good. he has it through work, I believe at eight times his salary. And then we have an additional term policy for 500000 that I think has about five years left. Well, I mean, I guess you got to knock them off within five years. Yeah. A lot of money coming. <laughs> um, it sounds like you're in great shape. I mean, just getting to your original question, as much as I love a pension, I get where you're coming from. It says it doesn't seem to me that signing up for the defined benefit plan in your situation makes a ton of sense. Right. I would do the defined contribution. Do they have a Roth option for that or not? Not in the state retirement system, but there is an option on the side to invest in like Roth for I think through Vanguard, like additional to what's required to be taken out. All right. Well, listen, I think that you're, I I think, you know, given everything you've told us, I think you're in good shape. It sounds like, you know, you're getting some money pushed into the Roth through your husband, right? Because that 401k, you know, is now a third Roth. You got your life insurance set. You got your house set. Do you guys have your estate documents in place? Yes. Mm -hmm. We did that when my son was born. Great. All right. I mean, listen, you're in good shape. You know, this is the rare situation, Amanda, where uh, I will not take the pension. I will take whatever lies behind door number two. You're defined. Okay. That's what my gut said, but I just wanted to check it out. So I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah. I think it's, I think that that's right. I think that um, it's a funny thing, right? Like, cause as you said, you didn't plan to be here. It's not like, oh, I've been, my lifelong passion is to be a teacher. It sounds like you're a nurse, so you can go be a nurse wherever you want to be a nurse. There's a nursing shortage, didn't you hear? Yes, there is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, thank you for checking in with us. Let us know if you have, need anything else. Um, we'll be here for you. So, Okay, great. Thank you. If you would like to join us here on the pod, all you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. Don't forget, we also have another podcast. It's called Money Watch, and we have the link to that on the website. Very easy. Uh, All right. What else can I tell you? We got a bunch of stuff. There's always new stuff on the website. Just bookmark it so you can go back every few days. There's always some good stuff there. All right. Do something nice for someone else today. It's going to make that person feel better. And I know it will make you feel better. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 